This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. WVEZ is supported by Chicago Humanities, presenting live events with historians Doris Kearns Goodwin and John Meacham, comedian Reggie Watts and filmmaker Miranda July, and artists Hebrew Brantley and Amanda Williams in conversation, plus MSNBC chief correspondent Ali Velshi on small yet powerful acts of courage throughout history. Tickets for these events and more conversations on arts, culture, and current affairs at chicagohumanities.org. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. You're listening to The Heart of Afghanistan, a family band composed of our guest Elham Fanous, his father Ahmed, and his brother Mirhan. They bring together Afghanistan's long and complex musical heritage with contemporary music from the region, as well as jazz and Western classical music. The Heart of Afghanistan will be performing in Chicago on September 21st at the Old Town School of Folk Music in Ravenswood. And Elham Fanous joins us now. I'd like to start with how the Heart of Afghanistan came about. You've been here in the United States for six years, but that's not the case for the other members of your family who are part of the band. Can you tell me the story there? That's correct. Yes. Yeah, so my father uh, came to the United States in October of uh, 2021. And my younger brother, Mehran Fonus, uh, he came uh, to pursue his bachelor's degree at the Indiana University in January of this year, 2022. And uh, I've actually been here seven years, uh, pursued my bachelor's and uh, master's degree. So when uh, my father came and my younger brother came to the United States before uh, they, they arrived, uh, I had this idea. I mean, I've always wanted to play with them together. Yeah. And, uh, and it was actually interesting because in May of 2022, uh, uh, this year, we played on a stage for public for the first time, all of us together. Wow. So I, I, yeah, I've, I had already envisioned that. Uh, and uh, so I was thinking this would be a really great idea when since they're here, we're here to, uh, you know, form a band. And, uh, of course, with the help of uh, John Ferguson and uh, the executive director of American Voices, uh, we were able to pursue this and we were able to uh, form this uh, project, Heart of Afghanistan. And, that's great. Uh, that's yeah, that's basically how it came about. So you were separated from your, your father and your brother for so many years, but just this May, you, you played together for the first time. What was that moment like? Yes, oh my God, that was very special. That was uh, that was the moment that... Uh, I uh, was waiting since I came to the United States for, and uh, it, it, it was very special for me. And, and the feeling of just looking at each other, communicating and making music together was, uh, it was, it was something else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell me more about your musical background. Your, your dad's a well-known singer in Afghanistan. So I imagine that music was just often playing in your home. What do you remember listening to? Yeah, so I grew up listening to Afghan and Indian classical music because my father is a, a ghazal singer, okay. uh, which is uh, a type of 
uh, music that is set into very deep, meaningful poetry, like poetries like uh, Rumi's and uh, Hafez and, and uh, greats like that, greats po uh, great po poets like that. And uh, so I grew up listening to that. And, uh, and I used to play tabla, actually, which is an Indian and African classical traditional instrument, uh, the percussive instrument. Uh, and, then, and when I grew up, my, my father encouraged me to pick up an instrument uh, like piano or violin, like a Western classical instrument. Wow. And I, uh, I, I went on YouTube and I uh, searched, you know, piano and I just saw this beautiful and big, huge instrument. I just fell in love with it. And I, I thought it was such a, a prestigious, such a, uh, such a like complete instrument. Mm -hmm. And the sound was so beautiful. And it was actually Vladimir Horowitz uh, when I first saw on YouTube. And I just fell in love with this, especially the way he played was so special. And now I know exactly how special that was. Yeah. And uh, so I just fell in love with it. And I, I went to this uh, Afghanistan National Institute of Music to pursue uh, playing piano. Uh, and that's the only uh, that was actually, I should say, it was the only music school that uh, in Afghanistan and the entire country and also the only music school that uh, uh, girls and, uh, and boys could study together. Interesting. So you're combining all these different genres in your performances, it really shows the, the kind of fusion that your band is, is, is using. How would yeah. you describe your band's musical style to someone who hadn't heard you before? Yeah, it's definitely fusion. I, I would describe it as fusion uh, because, uh, I mean, including piano and violin, it's, uh, they're already Western classical instruments. And, and then there's tabla, which is the Afghan and Indian traditional instrument, and then harmonium and vocal, the vocal style of singing that my dad is doing, of course, uh, traditional Afghan and Indian. <laughs> Because I always say Afghan and Indian because they're very, I mean, Pakistan as well. And Pakistan, the, the musical tradition is also very similar, these three countries in South Asia. And uh, so so I would definitely uh, say fusion because even if I don't try to play Western classical music harmonies, like the diminished chords and, and all these like seven chords, even if I don't, that it's already fusion because of piano and violin. And mm -hmm. we are both, uh, my brother and, and me, myself, we are both Western classically uh, trained. And I went to, uh, I studied bachelor's and master's in piano performance, classical piano performance in the United States. Nice. So right now, though, Elham, you can't play your music in your native country. Can you explain to us why that is and whether there's any possibility that that could change in the future? Uh, for sure. We are hopeful uh, for that to, to be changed uh, in the near future. Uh, but uh, I actually I haven't figured out myself why it's uh, illegal and not allowed. It's very unfortunate. And it's just because of these extremists and uh, how they think. I probably uh, I, I assume that they probably think music is not allowed uh, because they haven't really experienced the real music, the real, they, they, they're not educated, these people, and they don't know what uh, the power of music and how powerful music can be. Even though uh, you're playing Afghan music, they don't want to hear it. Yes, they don't, they don't want to hear it, yeah, because they just think music is illegal and they have these, uh, this, uh, uh, these like negative thoughts about music and how it's not uh, allowed in music and they relate it to uh, a religion. And which is not true either, because most of these people, they haven't even studied their religion. So, mm. Elham, talk about the connection that you still have to folks over in Afghanistan. Is much of your family still there? Are you in touch? Uh, 
so my uh, yeah, I have relatives, my aunts and, and uncle and my cousins. Uh, I have a few uh, few uh, relatives that are still living in Afghanistan, and uh, I'm in touch with them. Yeah, they're really hopeful for this to be over sometime soon, uh, and the, the Taliban can be kicked out of uh, Afghanistan or come to a you know a, an agreement that uh, uh, they can have an inclusive society. Uh, but uh, they're having trouble, yeah, I mean, in every way, financially, uh, honestly, mentally. Uh, they, they, I mean, some of the girls, they, they don't, they can't get, go to school, they can't have education. So we're, we're hopeful if they can also be out of Afghanistan temporarily, at least, so they can enjoy their life and they can pursue their dreams. Uh, because it's very difficult to uh, live in a society like that, that you're all, all, always under pressure mm-hmm. and you can't really do what you really meant to do in, in life to be free. And uh, and so so uh, I have a couple of friends there as well who are musicians, but thankfully a, a big group of them were evacuated, uh, a big group of uh, the Afghanistan National Institute of Music community to Portugal. Uh, and okay. and all the immediate families are in the United States except my mom, which is very unfortunate. Uh, she's she's safe. She's in New Delhi, India. Uh, we're really hoping for her to join us sometime this year because mm-hmm. that's one of her dreams to see us perform on the stage. Me, my younger brother, my my dad, and with our colleague, tab- our friend, tabla player, uh, yeah. to see all of us because she has never seen us uh, perform together in public. Uh, so oh we, we're really hopeful for, for her to join. And she's the only missing piece of our immediate family. Yeah, that would be wonderful. I guess in the meantime, you, you send her video of your performances? Yes. yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah, she's enjoying all the recordings. Oh, the videos nice. and, yeah. Well, you know, Elham, someone that I've seen you all reference a number of times is uh, late singer Ahmed Zaire. Who's, yeah. For those who don't know, this is the so-called Elvis of Afghanistan. So tell us a little bit more about him and why he was such a significant figure for your band. Yeah, well, uh, I would actually say mostly because of his personality, because he was such a generous person. He was so giving and he was always among people. He was never separated from the society. He was like a people's artist and he was always among people and he was always singing for free everywhere and people would enjoy him I mean people thought he looked like Elvis and you know how famous and popular yeah, Elvis was I would was. agree I remember his hair too he had the the iconic signature full head of hair yes <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah. like Elvis yeah, yeah, and and I can tell from what uh, his his personality and his character. Uh, not, uh, I mean, I'm not sure about his how close his personality or character is to Elvis because I didn't know him personally. But uh, his his singing, like, there's one video of him singing one of his famous songs, Lily John, which is like a very kind of flirtatious, quirky song. I could tell that he really admired. <laughs> Elvis, so I'm sure he knew him very, very well. If not personally, he mm-hmm. was like, you know, following him and listening to his songs. And because he has actually sang a couple of his songs in Derry. Uh, so. Nice. Well, listen, for folks who are interested in coming to your show, Elham, what can they expect from the performance? What are they going to hear and experience? Yeah, first of all, we really hope to uh, uh, leave the stage and leave the audience with, you know, uh, uh, food for thought and and kind of change their perception uh if they may have uh preconceptions and perception uh about afghanistan and afghan people and afghan culture uh we want to we want to show a new 
uh, a positive face of Afghanistan to, to the world. Uh, and, and of course, in the United States, since we are present here now, and we uh, hopefully we expect them to hear uh, some unique music and something that they have never heard before and something that they would really enjoy. And uh, as a family, we are really hoping to show the unity and, and the power of music and how can music bring everyone together and kind of crosses all the borders and boundaries that uh, people uh, 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 kind of force upon us in one in, in a way. Yeah. Well, we would love to go out on one of your favorite tracks, you know, something that you plan to perform here in Chicago. So tell us what we're listening to. So what song is this and, and why did you want to share it with us? Yeah, so this is a song, uh, and particularly it's uh, sang for Herat, which is one of the most cultural and historical uh, uh, and most educated cities of Afghanistan, and it's one of the uh, like significant cities of Afghanistan, Herat. And this song is basically the, the beginning. It says, sing for Herat, sing, sing again for this beautiful, cultural, and loving city uh, of Afghanistan. So, and, and it, it goes on saying that uh, the city is full of love, full of uh, undying uh, cultural uh, activities and cultural aspects of Afghanistan, the, the poems. And, and so this song is very special because this describes this uh, special city of Afghanistan that artists love to visit, artists oh, love, love to hang around. And uh, so, yeah, this is a very, also very unique uh, scale uh, and very uh, uh, kind of uh, traditional scale or mode, I should say, uh, that is written this song on. And that's also why we picked this song and the rhythm and everything. It's very traditional, basically. Well, we can't wait to hear it. That was Elham Fanous, who's member of the band The Heart of Afghanistan. They'll be performing in Chicago on September 21st at the Old Town School of Folk Music. Thank you so much, Elham. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you. This episode of Reset was produced by Andrew Merriweather and mixed by Marie Mendoza. For more conversations about arts, culture, and music, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. And give us a rating and review. It really helps other people find us. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening, and we'll meet again tomorrow. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.